This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon along with Eric Barfell. Lindsay is in the room, Lindsay Yankee. And I have to look at her before I start the show because I'm not allowed to start unless she says so. And she likes that. She likes to be the one. No, Bill, you can't start it when you want. You start it when I say. So the power. The power. The power. She was already telling Eric how to sit. The power is in her I thumbs know. up or <laughs> thumbs like, down. Yeah. Yeah, tell if you like how Eric's seated today, <laughs> thank Lindsay and Church and just tell her what a great job Comment she's doing. Comment down below. <laughs> she's died, by the way. You can't see her. She's off screen. She's laughing her head off because I don't know. We just try to be funny. What can I say? And we're talking today. It's Labor Day. So it's Labor Day weekend. And what is that? Did your family ever do anything on Labor Day? Like in particular, oh wow, it's Labor Day weekend. Or was it just another weekend? Um We'd probably have like a little cookout or something. Okay. Nothing, nothing big, nothing super special, right? That I remember. But in the old days, the biggest thing about Labor Day is is the NFL started, so that meant fantasy football started, which I'm not playing this year because I couldn't make the one team's draft, and the other team won't let me back in because the guy said I enjoy winning, so I don't really want you back in there. <laughs> That's what he just told me. But anyway, that's what I used to think about Labor Day weekend. I used to always be so excited because, you know, Sunday after church, I know I'd get to see my first NFL kickoff. Now they don't mm -hmm. do it. They do it the Thursday after. Okay. So, you know, you're just getting closer. But I don't really remember any big traditions. It was just another day off, to be honest. It was Labor Day. Yeah, it was a three-day weekend from school because school, for whatever reason, always started just before Labor Day. Right. I might have even had football practice, you know, back in my glory days of uh, seventh and eighth grade. Right. Probably still had football practice in the morning. I be bet honest. you did. I bet <laughs> yeah. uh, soccer practice. We still practiced on the on Labor Day. I remember that. I remember one day there's no school. There's nothing going on. It was just us. It was like 90 degrees. I brought a cooler full of like Gatorades yeah. and waters and stuff for the kids to drink, just because I felt bad for them because we had to be out there when it was yeah right. And when you're as bad as we were, you got to practice on Labor Day. It just didn't matter. But anyway, I looked some stuff up, and the first reference to Labor Day was 1882. It becomes a national holiday in 1894. So if you don't know, Labor Day is actually to celebrate labor. And some of the union bosses actually and people that were – you know, invested heavily in the leadership in the East Coast uh, states. I forget, it was like New Jersey, New York. They were making comments because they were working everybody these six-day weeks, 12 hours a day. And part of Labor Day where it started was as a protest hmm. against the labor practices of the era because people were getting so overworked. And then it became, so they went actually from 12-hour days to a standard eight-hour day because of protests because of this movement like labor day was a movement hmm. to help workers and so they yeah so that became i think was the birth more of the eight day work day i'm not sure about the five day week i'm not sure when that happened but that's when it happened so pretty much state after state after state was picking up on it that we're going to celebrate labor day to remember yeah. all those work i wonder if this is where like child labor laws came in too <sighs> Could be they might have been earlier. I'm not sure. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes I mean, in the 1800s for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean nowadays. I mean when I was working at McDonald's back in the day, it was like you couldn't work 
more than X amount of hours in a week, X amount of hours at a time before your break, things like that. I mean, there were some guidelines for the um, the real adults, but us minors, 18 and under, there was a fairly strict rules. That no, there weren't. Not when I was. That no one in my place of work paid attention to. But <laughs> exactly. No one cared about that. <laughs> yeah, when you right. need a break. Oh, sorry, buddy. Hey, Cupcake. Yeah, yeah. When we have enough. Keep uh, flicking burgers. <laughs> when there's enough people here, yeah, you can go on break. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Oh, they're going to be 45 minutes late. You got it. It's like, oh, okay. Well. This is a suggestion, you know. Yeah, right. The one thing we had to have was uh, work papers in in my era when I was a teenager. They were starting to get no. You're not going to be working all these hours before you're 16. When you're 16, then yeah. you get like your working papers. And then they were allowed to hire you. So the McDonald's right. and other places right. hire you when you're 16. Before that, I don't think we were really allowed. We could mow lawns galore. We could yeah. Some you know, places you had to have like decks. a permit or something, mm-hmm. a workers' permit or for something. Yeah. Um, I know, well, especially being in public school, going to school full time, you could only, you couldn't start before a certain time you had to be, you couldn't like close. Right. Sometimes McDonald's closes at midnight. I don't think, I don't know if they would let young people close. I don't know. I probably not. I mean, my brother was always coming in late when he was working. Yeah. I'm I mean, he worked at an anyway, Arby's, and I remember the thing we loved about my brother working at Arby's is he brought everything left over home. So all the oh, like, yeah. fried pies and apple pies and the turnovers and all that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. they would just bring back bags of food that we would eat that probably wasn't good for us, but we were all of, you know, we were skin and bone, basically, yeah. you know, so thin at that teenage years, years mm-hmm. in our lives. I could never eat like that today. I can tell you that right now. But, but I think Labor Day, I don't think we started school before Labor Day. Back in the day, I think it was you went through Labor Day and then you started school because the reason they did it and actually Connie, I went back to it right in our own county. They're going back to school after Labor Day, hmm. going back to the old school because so many farms, uh, they, they needed to the help in the harvest. Right. So they didn't want school starting uh, right now in Connie, White Turkey. Some of the other places are all of Geneva Wall the barbecue. Lake. Yeah, they're all really dependent on. Mm-hmm school workers, high school students. So the college students already go back in August and all they have left is the high school students. You take them out of the equation. They don't have any workers. Right. So I, that's why I heard Connie out's actually starting after Labor Day. That makes a lot more sense because, I mean, you're only in school for, what, five, six school days? Right. And then you have a three-day weekend. So it's all, I always saw it. I was like, it's kind of a joke, but it'd be nice to just have those extra few days and yeah. then start. Right. Because you'd still be eased into the school year if you have Monday off and you start on Tuesday and you have a start with a four right. day week. It's not. But now it's not, not special. I think in some ways, like Labor Day, even when I think about it as a pastor, is not really a, a huge weekend where you're going to have a big drop in attendance because mm-hmm. everyone's already back in school. Yeah. So it's not like a special thing as much like that last hurrah. It almost feels like the last hurrahs come earlier mm-hmm. in the season now before the kids actually start school. But it is really unofficially the end of summer. Yeah. You know, we know the end of summer is really whatever year to year changes, whether it's September 20th or 21st or 22nd, it's always going to be in there and you're going to have your, is it your vernal equinox or whatever equinox it is. And it's the kind of equal day, equal night. Uh, and then, that's when your official fall is, but we always count it as Labor Day. Yeah, and I always count winter starting at Thanksgiving. I always count spring starting at Easter. Mm-hmm. I always count summer starting at Memorial Day. Basically, it's kind of how we think about it in Ohio. Uh, so it is kind of a big deal from that perspective. Is you know when you get to Labor Day, okay, I feel like fall's coming. Even like you said earlier off air, not that it's all of a sudden the temperature dropped, right? Because it can still be pretty warm. Yeah. Month. No, to me, the end of summer was always August 1st because that's when band camp and two-a-day, right. you know, we were in the swing of things August 1st. 
I, so when I started high school and stuff, it was, we, first day of school was way late in August out here. It's like early mid August. Right. I mean, I can't believe it. It's right. Like, that's half your summer's cut right there. So then two days and everything starts late July. Right. Well, as a coach, well, a lot of the, when you're before school starts, you're six thirty in the morning. For me, as a soccer coach, because yeah, right. one time you get the field, and then when school started, then you switch over to right after school. Mm-hmm. So there's no more morning practices for you. So it, that was a kind of a big thing for us. But I look at the end of summer. Uh, they said I read it was the end of hot dog season. I don't know why. Uh, they say it's the second biggest weekend for highway accidents. So. Maybe don't drive on Labor Day. Labor Day, people just forget how to drive for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just that much traffic. Huh. So, yeah, Memorial Day is the worst. Okay. And I would think, honestly, if you ask me what would be one of the worst holidays, I would think July 4th. I would think uh, January 1st. I think some of those days would be, yeah, right, right. you know, for obvious reasons. But, no, they say Memorial Day, then this day. And then no more white. Sorry, Lindsay. We don't want you wearing white anymore. I was wondering, like, they make this big thing of, when I was a kid, I don't think they do as much anymore, but they still, I read about it, was still on the list of, yeah, no, you don't wear white after Labor Day. It was like this official fashion rule. My mm. fashion rule was you don't wear white. Like, you don't wear it at all, other than a white shirt and a black suit if you're doing a funeral or a wedding. Like, the only time I'm going to really? wear a white shirt is, uh, oh, yeah, I wouldn't. Huh. Are you saying the fashion statement, or are you, like, wearing white? Either. Okay, right. Everyone wears, like, black nowadays. It's always... There's probably, you're probably right. They're way more black t-shirt. I'm too messy to wear white. Like, why don't I wear white? I'm a mess. That's yeah, why, man. because I'm <laughs> total slob. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, everything I would shows. get it dirty. We, the, my family's been teasing me for years. It's like, you're going to be the perfect person at a nursing home, like stains all down the front of your shirt yeah. and all this stuff. <laughs> I'll be half blind. I'll not even be able to see well, it. those black shirts, be you like, can sweat. It doesn't yeah, show, you yeah, know? Yeah, Grandpa, we can't take you out wearing that shirt. You got to wear a different shirt. I'm going to be like, what? So, yeah, so obviously I don't want to wear yeah. white. Don't wear light gray in the summer because you'll just... You know, when you're saturated, just, yeah, exactly. you, know, exactly. just you look so sweaty. You, you have to be in certain shape to wear certain colors. I can tell you that. But, you know, when you think about the appreciation of labor and I think about what they did back in the 1880s and I think about the industry of man, I think about the bridges they built. I think about the terminal tower in Cleveland, uh, the architecture, the design that they put into everything was phenomenal, whether they're building a church, they're building a skyscraper buildings like the empire state building. Mm-hmm. And you can think of laborers in those days, like getting a break, celebrating them as the laborer, and then thinking about, yeah, you know, I built that. I was an iron worker that was oh, yeah. way up on the steel girders. Have you seen those old pictures oh, of the, man, they're laying the steel beam? They're like hundreds of stories up. It's, they got their like lunch pail. Yes. Just sitting on this beam. It's like, holy smokes. And that's what we were celebrating. And I don't know if there's as much pride anymore in work. Mm-hmm. Do you think... No, not so much. I mean, unless it's like individual pride of I painted this, you know, I, right. I built this kind of right. thing, but no. Right. Like, whole, I think no. it's like, I don't know how many, you look at what's hurting in our country today, trades, mm-hmm. where do they need help trades? You know, when I see young right, people and they right. tell me I'm going to be a mechanic, I'm thinking good for you right. because they're, they need mechanics. They need welders. They Emphasis need on honest carpenters. mechanics. Right. They need carpenters. That's what we yeah, need. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, I'll, I'll give you that. Right. Honestly. So yeah, I think about all the things that have gotten done and the beauty of it. 
And we're missing that. In our world today, you talk to anybody who owns a business, and one of the problems that they're having is getting people to come to work. And then if they come to work, are they going to show up every day? Are they going to come on time? What's their attitude going to be? Do they really mm-hmm. care about the business they're working for? They just want to know, just pay me, and I'm going to do bare minimal, <laughs> bare minimum work. I want maximum praise and money. You just, I don't know where what happened to the work ethic that when I grew up in the country, when I was married, I was married in the eighties. I'm telling you when they put me on unemployment and I had to go file for that, I hated it. Like mm-hmm. I hated it. There was something about no one wanted to be on unemployment. Yeah. No one wanted to fill in. No one wanted to take anything except you realize, well, yeah, but they've been, your company's been paying into this for years. They gave me all like $200 a week, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I and as soon as I get out of it, like I started my own business to get out of it because I was going to seminary, so no one's going to hire me because right. I'm leaving. Anyone yeah. who hires me, hey, by the way, in four months from now, five months from now, I'm going to leave, so who wants to hire me? So, yeah, but you, there was a mentality about it. You wouldn't want that. Like, you didn't, you want it to be self-sufficient and make it on your own, and that was a mentality. I'm not seeing that as much today. Yeah. No, I mean, when when my first job came around, I got a job at the McDonald's, walking distance from my house. I'd literally walk there. Did I want to work there? No, my parents made me get a job. Right. <laughs> did did I okay. care about the trillion-dollar company that was McDonald's? <clears throat> Heck no. Right, <laughs> right. Not at all. Right. So did I care about it? No. Would I steal that food? I mean, no, because I'm not going to incriminate myself on camera. Right. For sure. So. <laughs> but, you, but you had some delicious treats. Oh, I'm absolutely. Sure. So. No, I mean, I work, I work for, <laughs> when I work, I, I always said, I'm not going to work in the food industry. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not working at McDonald's. I'm not going to work at Burger King. I just don't want to do it. I wanted to, I worked in retail and for a clothing store and it was the dad, the son and me. Mm-hmm. That was all there was. I came to school every day after work. Helped them organize their shelves and fold stuff and empty boxes that got shipped in and put them out in the shelves so they could be sold. After a while, I was running the store by myself on certain nights, and that was it. It was the yeah, three of us. So right. did I care about those guys? Well, yeah, because I love those guys. You know what I mean? they were, I worked with them for two years. I mean, I talked about my life. If I had a problem, I mean, that's who'd you talk to? Well, my boss is probably in his thirties, maybe 40. You know, I'm a teenager. Yeah. I'm telling them, Oh yeah. I'll bill. Don't worry about that stuff. That's just your, you know, and they would try to talk me and they helped me through it. So I would say there was a huge connection, you know, in college, I had a tree cutting job some of those summers and it was a team like four or five of us. Right. I mean, that's the kind of work like someone could get badly injured. If not, you you could die on that job for sure. So it's like, no, you have to like put in some effort. You have to, you know, care. uh, Cause someone could get, real hurt right this tree could smash through someone's house you know what i'm saying right. so like a good deal of effort and and interest actually had to go into it so right. so in that in that way yeah i did care about the machine and like i knew the guy and he i mean he took a chance on me really right. so it's like okay let me prove myself yeah and i think some of it too depends on how you're treated i think in today is a lot mm-hmm. of relationships it depends on how you're treated yeah so if you were working like one place i worked they were really kind the other place they're yelling and screaming at each other as family members and you right. have people saying rude stuff to you all the time. And I still worked hard for them, but like, I didn't like it. Like I didn't enjoy being there where they're every time they get to you, they're saying something inappropriate. Mm -hmm. They think it's funny because they know you're going to Christian college and they're like 20, 30 years older than you. And they, they say every perverted thing they can think of Mm -hmm. to you, you know, every time they, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I didn't really enjoy it, but um, work is a good thing. You know, bottom line is it is a man was made to work. And I think about Adam, you know, why was he there till the garden? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, even in paradise, even before it was, and not saying that's the official paradise, but you know what I'm saying. Even in all that beauty, it's the Garden of Eden. Before man fell, he's still working. Yeah. It's like we were made right. to work. I'm starting exactly. to build a patio. And, and one of the things that I like about it, you know, people are like, well, you don't know what you're doing and you better get somebody else to do it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to get help along the way when I want to have someone double check my level, when I want someone just to ask a question to, but I don't mind putting my hands on some things once mm-hmm. in a while, you know, and doing something physical. Yeah. Right. I right. kind of like it. So no, I've had some car trouble and the people who have helped me out, they've kind of taught me, uh, loosely but you know i I get to watch them do it and like that's kind of interesting for me because i get to learn how to do something like that but yeah no i mean even in the creation account god created everything in the in the six seven days and he looked at it and he said it was good it's good yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like he this this sense of accomplishment of i did that and i've no it's really really powerful it it is good to have something to show for your time absolutely as well I look Proverbs 6, 6 or 11. Go to the ant sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food in the harvest. And I like that. Actually, I have a friend who's really industrious. Like he's always building something around his house. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, he doesn't go to church anywhere or anything, but I, I sent that verse to him one mm. time. I said, hey, and the prophet says, you're an ant, man. And then he goes, I said, you're an ant. Man, not am, man. You know what <laughs> not superhero. I, man, I, I follow. I, be, I follow. I want to be clear, uh, but he said, "I am an ant." You're right. I am an ant. I'm I'm busy myself. But then it says, "How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber." And if they wrote the, that Bible today, a little hitting of the snooze, a little folding of the hands to rest, then poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. And mm. it's just that almost like you're starting a bad pattern. You know, you're starting to get in that pattern of ease and comfort and, you know, I want to sleep in more. I don't really want to get going. And I think for a lot of us, man, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to reading your Bible, you can almost get lethargic mm-hmm. where, oh, you know, I know I should get up and do this, but I'm tired. And so I think it's a great verse. How long are you going to lay there, slugger? Like, how long do you lay, need to lay in bed? I know you're tired, but get up. Let's get going. So. Yeah, right, right. No, for me, like in my exercise, I what motivates me, speaking of motivation, um, or on the topic of motivation, I have a date set on the calendar. I have another race coming up, and it's like I'm, I'm motivated to work towards that date right. and like really push myself uh, to be the best that I can come that day. Right. So it's like, what are you working towards? What's your, like, ha- essentially having a goal, what are you working towards? I like your hobby is kind of cycling, if you want yeah. to say it that way. It is kind of a... Right. Would we say it's a hobby? It is, right? Exercise can be yeah. like that, right? It's something you're into. Yeah, so. But it puts you in fitness. Mm-hmm. Like, your interest is actually something... It'd be like a, your pastime, you love to hike. Right. It, it's, it's still exercise. a thing. Yeah, right. I mean, air. it's yeah, a fitness right. thing. So I think it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But one of my pet peeves, honestly, for a long time has just been laziness. Like, I can't stand it. I can't stand it if you're going to sit around and not chip in or help out. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, you know, let's get moving. And so when I see that in life where people just don't want to move, like they don't yeah. want to do anything, I'm like, I don't get it. I've talked to people before even, and they would say things to me like, well, I don't want anything to do with the responsibility. Now, these are not people in church, nothing like that. It's just people I'd meet, let's say, buying and selling antiques. So then you have conversations. They'd have a job. Then they'd sell stuff just like we had a job, and then we'd sell stuff. They're all sitting around. I hate responsibility. And I remember listening to them talk about it and thinking to myself, what would my life be without responsibility? Like what, I don't even know if I could understand life Mm -hmm. apart from, 
I've got something on my shoulders that I'm moving forward. Like there's somebody counting on me for something. I have to be somewhere. I have to help somebody. Mm -hmm. There's Sunday morning coming. Like I couldn't even get it. Like why that would be interesting to have zero responsibility. Cause I'm listening to them talk thinking you're describing a life. that sounds extremely boring to me. No challenge, no Mm -hmm. pushing yourself, no helping others. It's all about you. You just do whatever you want all the time. A hundred percent selfish lifestyle. I didn't get it. Yeah, I'll take Labor Day. I'll take that one day off, but like every day, just nothing to do. Right. That I mean, that just sounds incredibly oh, man. boring to Even me. Even contemplating for me, like retirement. Well, I know someday. <laughs> I mean, I know someday I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna do that, but it's like, and what will you do exactly? Yeah, you know, some people right. like I like having a big yard because I know I've got stuff I'll be able to do. But in Colossians three twenty three, it says, "Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart." as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you'll receive an inheritance from the reward. It is the Christ, the Lord Christ you're serving. And I love that, you know, when you're mm-hmm. working or, you know, if I'm you're sitting in your office, I'm in my office, you know, we do it for the Lord. Or if I, you know, I have a funeral coming up this weekend, you know, a good reminder, hey, you're doing it for the Lord. Mm-hmm. It keeps your attitude in check. Hey, I'm doing right. this because it's right. something God wants me to do. And, and I think in some ways you're blessed that you can do it. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget how blessed we are to be able to work, how blessed we are to have the health. I think people laying in a hospital bed, if they have cancer, if they had a stroke or there's mm-hmm. something going on, they would love to work. They would love to right. mow a lawn. Right. They would oh, love yeah. to paint a room. And if they can't do it, I mean, that's a, that's a real hardship. And then sometimes for us, we more lament it or moan it, you know, that we've got to do something, not realizing, you know what a blessing that is mm-hmm. to have your health, to be able to move, to do something. I think it's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and to not, I mean, that's the thing. If you do it all for yourself, all just like vain conceit and selfish gain, there's not really much to gain from it. It's right. like, what are we doing that's beyond ourselves that's going to serve ultimately the kingdom of God? And how can that motivate us? Right, absolutely. So, I mean, once you're, once you're, if it's not already, your faith is more real and apparent to you, it is a lot more motivating to right. get out there and like, serve people right you know and to be a witness and then instead of just sitting around being what i call self-serving right no i agree because that's what laziness is just self-serving it is i just don't want to work and it's not the way we're built like you're going against but if you i'll I'll end with this i said teach my uh, kids an object in motion tends to stay in motion Mm -hmm. and an object at rest tends to stay at rest it's true in humanity too on anything that we do. If we start getting into that pattern of sitting around, it's harder for us to get motivated to get up and get moving. If we stay active and we stay moving, it's easier to stay moving. I've told so many older people as they got older, please keep moving. I don't care if you walk from your chair to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep moving because the more there's such an, an inertia to non-movement, I guess you would say, if I'm saying the word right. It's just a gravity to it. It, it just, it becomes easier yeah, to right, not move. Right. Like right now, I'm not going to the gym in a long time and it, it becomes so easy not to or to mm-hmm. give yourself an excuse not to do push-ups or whatever. You know what I mean? And I see, yeah, because an object at rest tends to stay at rest. Right. If I get in motion on those things, I'm in motion and running, so I stay with that. But if I'm not in motion or spiritually speaking, if I'm not in the motion of reading your my Bible, mm-hmm. Anything, anything, keep moving. That's my that's my encouragement. But yeah. you guys, look, guys, have a great weekend. We appreciate you tuning in. Both Eric and I both do, and glad you're here with us. And have a good, safe weekend. Hopefully, a lot of you will catch on Sunday, and have a great week. <laughs>